But before we get into that, I want to open up to Second Peter chapter one, and, and I just want to encourage you in some things here. Ja enne kui me läheme selle juurde, ma teeme lahti teisi peetuse esimese peatükki ja ma tahan teid julgustada siin mõne asjaga. And I'm going to start with verse 2 here. Alustan siin salmist 2. It says, grace and peace be yours in abundance through the, the, the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. Armu ja rahu lisata, kui teile rohkesti Jumala ja Jeesuse meie isanda tunnetuses. One translation says, as you grow in the knowledge. Ja üks talge ütleb, et kui te kasvate sellest tunnmises. How many want more grace and, 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 and uh, have peace in your life? Kui palju teist tahad rohkem armu ja rahu oma elu. Amen. I am so thankful for what is available to us. Ja ma olen nii tänulik selle eest, mis on meile kätte saadav. And as we grow in the knowledge of God. Ja kui me kasvame Jumala tunnmises. And as we grow in the knowledge of Jesus. Ja kui me kasvame Jeesuse tunnmises. We access more and more of what he has for us. Siis me pääseme ligi enamale sellest, mis tal on meie. It goes on with verse 3 to encourage us even more. Ja kolmas salm julgustab meid veel enam. Says that his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and goodness. Nõnda nagu tema jumalik vägi meil on annetanud kõik, mida vajatakse eluks ja Jumala kartuseks. Tema tunnetuse kaudu, kes meid on kutsunud oma au ja vooruslikkusega. Uh, one translation says he's given us all that we need for life and godliness. Is that, what is your Bible? Uh, not exactly, but okay. üks, üks tõlge ütleb, et, et ta on annud meile kõik, mida on vaja eluks ja Jumala kartuseks. So, for me, this means two, two things. Yeah. Oh, did I do the wrong one? Okay, anyway. No, no, it's, okay. it wasn't your... But what matches what you said. Okay, delete that often. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, one translation says this. That he gives you everything for life and godliness. Other translation says he gives you everything to live a godly life. But when it, when it says life and godliness, to me it means that he covers both areas. Ja kui on öeldud elu ja Jumala kartus, siis minu jaoks tähendab see seda, et et mõlemad valdkonnad on nagu kaetud. He gives everything for your natural life and everything for your spiritual life. Annab kõik sinu füüsilise või loomuliku elu jaoks ja annab kõik sinu vaimselu jaoks. And through our knowledge of him. Ja me me tunme selle läbi, et me tunneme teda. As we get to know him. Kui me õpime teda tundma, we get to have access to more and more in our own lives both naturally and spiritually. And through these he has given a very verse 4 he has given us very great and precious promises so that through them we might participate in the divine nature having escaped the corruption caused by evil desires. Ja neljas salm ütleb edasi et millega on meile kingitud kallid ja suurimad tõotused et te nende läbi saaksite osa jumalikust loomust kui te olete põgenenud ära hukkumisest mis on maailma simude tõttu. And so as we connect to the promises. Et kui me ühendume nende nende tõotustega. We are able to share in and participate in his divine nature. Siis me võime saada osadema jumalikust loomusest. And then then we escape the corruption caused by human desires. Ja siis me pääseme sellest hukkumisest või sellest hävingust mis on inimlike himude tõttu. And so so what we want to make sure that we're going after Ja me peame olema kindlad sellest, mida me taotleme. Is him. Kas see on tema? Everything else will come to you if you seek him. Et kõik teised asjad tulevad sulle selle läbi, kui sa otsid teda. And these verses should open our eyes to give us a reason to why we study the Bible as a church. Ja need salmid peaksid avama meie silmad 
näitamaks meile miks on vajalik et me koguduses õpime tundma jumala sõna because we want to know him sest me tahame tunda teda so that we can grow in our knowledge of who he is et me võiksime kasvada oma teadmisest selle kohta kes on tema the easiest greatest way for us to know him is through his word ja kõige kergem kõige lihtsam viis teda tunda on tema sõna läbi and these verses changed my life when i saw this with the right eyes ja need sammid muutsid minu elu kui ma nägin need õiged silmadega when i saw the, the Jesus this way. And I saw him as the one who would give me everything for my life and everything I would need for ministry. And so this this is natural and spiritual provision through our knowledge of our Savior. And if he is my source for life, then I want to know him. Amen. Amen. If he's your source for life, you should have a desire to know him. And so it's through our knowledge of him that we grow in blessing. And we know that God is so good. And he wants to do so much more in our lives. And he, all he asks is that we would come to him. Ja ainus, mis ta palub, et me tuleksime tema juurde. That we would open ourselves up to learning his word. Et me avaksime ennast tema sõna õppimisele. And that we would grow in our relationship with him. Ja et me kasvaksime oma suhtes temaga. We know the Bible says if we seek him, we'll find him. Piibel ütleb, et kui me otsime teda, siis me leiame ta. And if we find him, we will grow in our knowledge of him. Ja kui me leiame ta, siis me kasvame tema tundmises. And so this is what we should be desiring to do as a church. Ja et seda me peaksime tahtma teha kogudusena. And I think this is what makes Christianity different than any other religion. Ja see other religions are, are man trying to get to God man trying to be good enough for God to accept them Christianity is completely different Christianity is the story of God coming to man that God accepts you just as you are he loves you just as you are and he wants to have access to every area of your life if you will let him and so it's through our knowledge of him and through our knowledge of his will that we can receive blessing in our lives both naturally and spiritually. And this is why we put an emphasis on God's word here in Elavave. And we always will. Because I want you to be growing in your relationship with your God. And so uh, tonight as we look at things, uh, you know that, that we're in the Christmas season. Next week weekend we're, we're celebrating our, our Christmas Sunday. We're going to have our concert on Sunday night and then Tuesday night. And Christmas is, is a celebration about God coming to us. That Jesus came to show us the way. How we can live above 
the, the world. How, how we could conquer sin. And the effect of sin in our lives. How we could live free. How we could live healthy. How we could live protected. How we could live blessed. How we could live forgiven. How, how we could live with, with, with uh, being an heir of God. That we can go to God like a child. And to receive from him. And so this is why he came. And the reason that he came was because he loved you so much. And we know God loved us. So he sent Jesus to do what we could not do for ourselves. And we know because of his love that now we can love one another. When the love of God is inside of you, you can show love to others. And, and we can cheer each other on in life. And you can show love to people that you barely even know. Because you know the Lord. And you can operate in his love. And that's what makes church so wonderful. I don't need to know everything about you in your life to be able to show love to you. And that's the way that I think the church should be. And so we are to demonstrate and to show God's love not just to one another, but I think to the world. And many churches, they come to the place that they're so thankful that they're saved. So thankful that they're going to heaven. But then when it comes to sharing what they have with others, they get very uncomfortable. And even though there's people that are lost and going to hell, we are, we're uncomfortable and so we do nothing about it. We're happy we're going to heaven. But we don't want to be bothered to talk to anybody else. What I want us to get, get more, more uh, understanding of is the love of God. Not just that God has for you. Although you need to know God loves you more than you'll ever understand. But I want you to understand God's love for the world. Because that is what is going to give us the boldness to go talk to people because we don't want them to go to hell. And I think that should be the thing that moves us as a church. But go with me to 1 Timothy. Chapter 2. 1 Timothy chapter 2. And when we get to see God's heart. I believe that we will want all people to be saved. Now here Paul is, is writing to us about prayer. And he says, you know, you pray for all people because God likes that. And he goes on to say here, reading from verse 4. He said, who wants all people to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. 
Ta ütleb, et kes tahab, Jumal tahab, siis et kõik inimesed tõndsaks saaksid ja tõetunnetus sulle tuleksid. So he's saying pray for people because God wants everybody to be saved. Ta ütleb, et paletage inimeste eest, siis Jumal tahab, et kõik inimesed saaksid päästetud. In verse 5 it says, for there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Jesus Christ. Ja viies salm ütleb, sest Jumal on üks ka vahemis, üks Jumala inimeste vahel inimene Kristus Jeesus. Who gave himself as a ransom for all people and this is how uh, this has now been witnessed at the proper time. Kes andis ise enesel unastus hinnaks kõikide eest, et sellele sellest antaks tunnistus paraela aegadel. So Jesus came and he gave himself as a ransom for us. Nii et Jeesus tuli ja andis ennast lunas luna hinnaks meie kõikide eest. But why did he die for all? Aga miks ta suri kõikide eest? Even though he knew that many would reject him and many would never receive what ta he's done. Ta ju teadis, et paljud hülgavad teda ja võtta seda vastu, mida ta on teinud. He did it because of love. Aga ta tegi seda armastuse pärast. He loves the world. He loves every person even if they would never receive him. Ta armastas maailmad, armastab igat ühte ka neid, even people that are, are, are wicked in their actions God loves them Jesus loves them and he loves people he loves you and, and we, I want us to begin to change the way that we see the world and you can love people you don't know because of who you do know you can love people that you don't you don't know anything about your heart can go out to them because of God's love in you when you see them with the, with the eyes of God it will move you it has moved men in every generation that, that, that people have, have walked on this planet when we see people with God's eyes it will change our priorities it will change the way that we act it will change the way that, that we perceive what goes on around us and you can love people you could want the best for everyone even the people that don't deserve the best you could want them to have relationship with God through Jesus Christ their Lord you could want everyone to be saved and to become part of the family of God and this should be not just the heart of Jesus but the heart of the church and that means it should be your heart this should be my heart and so last time we were together on a Wednesday night we read the story of Hosea and Gomer and we won't get into all that but it's a story of a man who is a very who is a godly man and he was asked by God to marry a prostitute and she was unfaithful and she left him and she went back into prostitution and Hosea went and he had to purchase her back he had to purchase back what was already his and this is an amazing story that tells us of the reason why Jesus came to the earth he came to purchase back 
what was already his. Because of love. And this, this is the reason we celebrate Christmas so big. Because he thought we were worthy enough to come back for us even though we had walked away from him. Uh, even though we were away from him. I forgot what I said. I knew I could tell by the, the way you were doing it. You were going to ask me what I said, and I didn't remember. But uh, uh, God, God loved you so much. And he came back for you. And so the rest of Hosea, if you'll keep reading that, that book, for the next several chapters, God is... is um, Talking about Israel's rebellion. And God says, you left me. And I will judge you. And I will punish you. You're not worthy of me. And, and he goes on and on uh, several different chapters. And he talks about his disappointment over his people. And then we get to Hosea chapter 11. And it's as if God stops all the things that he had just been saying for several chapters and he changes his mind. And I'm going to look here in Hosea chapter 11 and I want to read it verse 8 here. And this is how God just stops and then changes the whole tone of what he's been talking about. And he said, oh, how can I give you up, Israel? How can I let you go? How can I destroy you like Adama or demolish you like Zebuim? My heart is torn within me and my compassion overflows. Kuidas ma annaksin ära sind Efraim, lootaksin sind Iisrael? Kuidas ma teeksin sind atma sanaseks, talitaksin sinuga nagu see poimiga? Mu süda muutub mu sees ühtäkki ärkab mu halastus. So he's saying, how can I give you up? How can I let you go like this? Ja ta ütleb siin, et kuidas ma saaksin teist loobuda, kuidas ma saaksin teil lasta ära minna? I cannot let you be destroyed. Ma ei saa lasta seda sündida, et teid hävitada. I don't want you to be like... like Sodom and Gomorrah. I don't want to destroy you like I've had to destroy others. And then in verse 9 he says this. And no, I will not unleash my fierce anger. I will not completely destroy Israel. For I am God and not a mere mortal. I am the Holy One living among you. And I will not come to destroy you. Ma ei tee teoks oma tulist viha, ma ei hävita enam Efraimi, sest ma olen Jumal, aga mitte inimene su keskel püha ja ma ei tule põletama või hävitama. And so he's saying, you're not worthy of my love. You have left me, you are deserving of judgment. You need punishment because of everything that you have done against me. I was nothing but good to you and you left me. Why would you do that to me? You are worthy of my anger and my wrath. 
revival. And then God stops. Siis Jumal peatub. Thank God that you know he didn't end the, the book earlier. <laughs> ja tänu Jumal, et ta ei lõpetanud seda raamatut varem. You got to read the whole book. Sa pead lugema terve raamatu läbi. And then God stops and he says, but no, how could I ever let you go? I love you. Ja siis Jumal peatub ütleb, et ma armastan teid, kuidas ma saaksin teid üldse minema lasta. Now listen, justice cries out. Ja, ja süüab. And, and it must be satisfied. Ja seda tuleb the day has to come where justice is satisfied. Ja tuleb päev, kui see saab but, but God looks at us with love. Aga Jumal meid and then he looked over at Jesus and he said, no, not yet. Not yet. We're, we're not going to do it right now. I love them too much to judge them right now. And so what God is saying in, here in Hosea is something that we all need to be very aware of. He's saying, I'm not going to destroy people anymore. I'm not going to destroy people anymore. I love people too much. It breaks my heart. How can I do that? I am God. He said, I'm not like a man. I am, I am a holy God. And the reason God doesn't, doesn't judge people. The reason God doesn't judge a nation. Even though that nation might be acting in ungodly ways. Is he made a decision long ago. I'm not going to do that anymore. There was a time that God destroyed the whole world to start over. There have been times that whole cities were destroyed. Because that was full of sin and there was no godly people in it. And then God changed his mind and changed the way he's doing things. And it's a new season, it's a new day. And the grace of God is what keeps us alive. The grace of God is what keeps our, our country blessed. So don't wait for God to judge sin. It's not going to happen in your lifetime. Don't wait for God to judge our city. It's not going to happen in your lifetime. Because God loves us and God loves them so much. He's not going to destroy this city. I've heard preachers preach, well, God is going to judge this nation if we don't turn to him. No, he's not. He's not, he doesn't do that anymore. We're living in a time of grace where his love is being shown to the world. And the fact that we're not destroyed shows that God is loving us that much. And so this message is going to put some Christians kind of in, a, in their, their place, so to speak, in the way they see things. Ja see sõnum paneb osa kristlasi paika sellel, selles viisis, kuidas nad näevad asju. My, my minu küsimus sul on see, if God does not judge people, kui Jumal ei mõista kohut inimest üle, then why you? Siis, siis miks peaksid sina seda tegema? Right? 
If God's not going to judge us, why should you? Kui Jumala ei mõista meil üle kohut, siis miks peaksime meie seda tegema? And not only do Christians judge the world. Ja kristlased ei mõista kohut pitta ainult maailma üle. Some Christians judge one another. Vaid mõned kristlased teevad seda ka üksteisega. And we look around the room and we say, well, she, I know. Ja me vaatame ruumis ringi ja ütleme, aah, et see inimene, aah, ta teeb seda. And I know how he treats it. Ja ma tean, kuidas ta koht lõpe kedagi. And I know where he went last Friday night. Ja ma tean, kus ta käis mööda. And that, you know, that, that, that family is, I heard they're, they're having financial problems. Yeah. And so we're judging one another. Why would we do that? Why would you ever look at somebody and say, well, you are a, you're a horrible person? Who are you to be their judge? The Bible says nothing about judging one another daily just to make sure that we feel better about ourselves. Because really that's all we're doing. We're trying to push everybody else down so that we feel better about us and all our mistakes. We're hoping nobody judges us for our problems, but we want to judge everybody else for theirs. And so it is... It is pride that, that causes us to look down on people. Ja see on uhkus, mis paneb meid inimeste peale ülevalt alla vaatama. And I don't want us to look down on people ja anymore. Ja ma ei taha, et me vaataksime enam inimestele ülevalt alla. What are we supposed to do instead? Mida me peaksime seda asemel tegema? We're supposed to love them. Me peaksime armastama neid. And especially one another in the church. Ja eriti üksteist siin koguduses. And when you get a, a thought of, well, I'm better than him, or I'm better than him, or I'm better than ja her. Ja kui sulle tuleb mõte, et ma olen parem kui see inimene või parem kui too inimene. You are not. You're not any more worthy to, to have God's love and grace on your life than they are. We're all here because of the grace and the love of God. And so we need to understand it, it, we're, we're in this together. And if somebody is struggling in an area, don't judge them, encourage them. Help them to, to live a, a better life to the best of their ability. But don't, don't sit around and, and judge one another. And I pray that as a church that we could get the same heart of God. God is saying, I love you and I'm going to be here for you even nagu, though you, you're not worthy of it. And I hope that we are that way with each other. Ja ma loodan, et me oleme ka üksteisega. I love you and I'm going to be here for you even though you know, we might not deserve it. We're going to do our best to, ja to stand together. Ma olen siin sinu jaoks olemas ja kuigi me ei pruugi väärida seda kõike. We're going to do our best to stand together. And so I pray that we can show, have the same heart of God, that we show love to one another. That we could show grace to one another. That we could show compassion to one another. And, and because this is the way our Heavenly Father looks at us. And we, we, the Bible tells us this, is that mercy triumphs over judgment every time. Ja Bible ütleb, et halastus võidutseb and so I pray that we are a church that loves Jesus and God still uh, is just and he is righteous and, and at the end of this life justice will come to all 
There is what the Bible calls the day of judgment that will come for everybody. And then God's judgment will be carried out. And those that have received Jesus will, will, will be able to stand ja need, kes on vastu Jeesuse, need and enter into the kingdom ja, ja, nad minna taeva riiki. and those that do not have Jesus will be judged for their own life and their own actions and they will go to hell because nobody could be good enough and so the day of judgment will come but it's not today. And so we've just got to do our best to show the love to one another and show love to the world. And until then, until this, this time where God would come and judge us, we should not be judging one another, we should be helping one another. And share the love with others. Because God desires that all men would be saved. We should desire that all men would be saved. Now in 1 John chapter 3, First John chapter 3 I like uh, what some preachers say it this way the other John 3.16 the other John 3.16 first John 3.16 you need to know that, that, that Jesus paid the price for all look at this here in verse 16 of First John chapter 3 and this is how we know what love is that Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters Sellest me oleme ära tunnud Jumala armastuse, et Kristus oma elu on jätnud meie eest ja meiegi peame jätma elu vendade eest he laid down his life for us so we should lay down our lives for one another and then look how John brings this into your real life everyday life and how this should look in verse 17 it says if anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them how can the love of God be in that person Kui nüüd kellelgi on selle maailma vara ja ta näeb oma venna puuduses olevat ja suleb oma südame tema eest, kuidas saab Jumala armastus jääda temasse? And so if you have material possession, ja kui sul on maist vara, and you see someone in the family, someone in the kingdom, ja sa näed kedagi perekonnas, kedagi Jumala riigis, somebody in the church, kedagi koguduses, who, who uh, is, you know, is, is in need, kellel on vajadus, uh, if you look past that, ja kui sa vaatad sellest mööda, if you don't help the ones that are in need, and you have the ability to do it, the question is, where is the love of God? And so, this is not talking about somebody you, you don't know. This is talking about somebody you know, your brothers and sisters in Christ. It's not just talking to somebody you pass on the street that doesn't have anything, and then you have to give them everything. So this is not just some random person. This is people that we know and have relationship with. People that we are connected to. That we are to help one another 
with love. Et me peaksime üksteist armastusega aitama. And if you see them and don't show compassion to them. Ja kui sa näed neid ja ei, ei osuta kaast tunnet neile. John asked the question, how can the love of God be in you? Siis Johannes esitab küsimuse, kuidas saab Jumal armastus jääda sinust? God's heart is for all people. Sest Jumala süda on kõikide inimeste, kõikide inimeste lavatud. But especially for those that are in the family of God. Aga eriti nende suhtes, kes on kes kuuluvad Jumala perekonda. So don't shut your heart towards the people that God has put into your life. And especially don't sit around and judge everyone that's, that comes to church. Oh, they call themselves a Christian and they're acting like that. Oh, I wish they didn't even come to our church. They're going to give our church a bad name. I hate that kind of stuff. That's not the way that we should be acting as a church. We should be doing our best to encourage one another. Knowing that we're all here because of God's love and God's grace. And so how loving and how kind and how good has God been to you and your family? How has God been so merciful to you? And so we got to know he has been good to us. He loves you. He has blessed you in your life. And, and, and so we need to be carriers of that love for one another. And I think we are a church that needs to be open to the world. Absolutely. Anybody who is lost, they should be able to come in here and feel like they are accepted and wanted and found. Inimesed, kes on kadunud, peaksid olema võimised tulema siia ja tundma ennast, et on tere tulnud ja and so when, when, when we show compassion to people we will want them to be saved and when we we're with one another who already know the love of God we should be building one another up and strengthening our, our faith reminding each other how much God loves us and how much he's going to take care of us and so you need to remember you are not the last Gomer there's lots of gomers that are out there and if you don't know what I'm talking about then you go back and listen to last Wednesday <laughs> but let the Holy Spirit do something in you and do something in me that will draw us to others that are out there and doing their own thing because Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 10 freely you have received freely you should give freely you have received freely you should be giving out what God has given to you and this should be the heart of our church because you and I cannot take credit for what we have we can't take credit for what we're able to give we should be free to show love and compassion to one another and we know that the theme of the New Testament is we are loved it's the whole story of God's love for you. 
And when you realize that, that, that you are loved, you realize that you are one that needs to also show the love of God. And you will see that there's more and more people around you that need to receive the love that you have. Ja sa näed, et üha rohkem rohkem inimesi on sinu ümber, kes peaksid vastu võtma, kes peaksid saama osaks osa sellest armastuses, mis sul on. And this love that I'm talking about is the love of God. It's a pure and holy love. Ja see armastus, millest ma räägin, on Jumal armastus, on püha, püha ja puhas armastus. Where it's a love that, that we are standing for one another like a family. Ja see on armastus, millest me seisame kui perekond üksis eest. Now here in 1 John chapter 4, let's just go down a little bit. Vaatame esimese Johannes kirjas edasi natuke alla poole neljandas peatükis. In verse 10 and 11. Still speaking about love, he says this. Ja ikka rääkides veel armastus ütleta nii. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as atoning sacrifice for our sin. Selles on armastus, ei mitte selles, et me ei oleme armastanud Jumalat, vaid selles, et tema meid on armastanud ja on läkitanud oma poja lepituseks meie patud eest. And dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought to love one another. We should become ones that demonstrate and show the love of God to others. And when you realize that you, you are not the, 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 the only one who needs love, you will be more willing to show love to those that need it. You'll, you'll learn to live your life looking for somebody that needs a little, little bit of love in life. Kind of have your, your radar going all day long. Who can I be kind to? Who could I encourage? Who could I, I, I help? And so this is what love does. Love should move you to go to people and be a blessing to Love is something that I think all of us are missing in our lives. Love is what, what makes me come here every time that church is open as a pastor. It's not what I can get from you, it's what I can give to you. When you come to church, it should not be just about what you get it should be about what you can give what you can give to God of your praise and your worship what you can give to one another with a smile with a kind word with, with, with just, just being nice and then also what we could receive from God. And we could receive from others. We should expect that. But we should be willing to give and receive. And so this is what the church model should look like. I think this is what we should be going after as a church. Is that we would be the kind of people that God wants us to be. And that is that we would see other people with his kind of eyes. It's because of his love for us that we we can love one another. He loves you so you can love me. 
Well, okay, you're a pastor. I can love you. Okay, sa pastor, ma vain sin armastata. But he loves you, so you can love the person sitting behind you or next to you. Aga te marvastas sin selle pärast ka, et sa võiks armastada inimest, kes on sinu kõrval või sinu selja taga. Or in front of you. Hey, Tuli's looking around like you don't have to love anybody. <laughs> you know, uh, the, those that come to church, they can receive the love of God. Not just from God, but from you. And you say, well, I don't know that. I don't even know what to say to them. They're part of the family of God. They're part of the church. And Jesus said, or John said this. He said, if we, if we have God's love in us, then we can love one another. You can be kind to one another. You can support and help one another. He said, if you see somebody in the family and they're, they're struggling and you, you have a means to help and you don't, Where's your love? Now again, you've got to be led. Because you can't help everybody. You know, if you started helping everybody, you would have nothing. <laughs> and so you got to be led in what you do and when you do it. But our heart should be, God, how can I be a blessing? How can I give... give to, to those that are around me today. God, use me today to, to bless those that are around me. Use me tonight when I go to church. Use me tomorrow when I go to work. How can I be a greater blessing in this world? And love should move you in your life. Love should move you to people that need to be and as we read tonight we get to know God through his word and through our knowledge of his word we get to know him and when we know him we have access to blessing and when we have access to blessing that is for us to share God wants to bless you so that you could be a blessing and so what you have you can give you should be willing to give and so uh, go with me to Romans chapter chapter 8 Romans chapter 8 I want to read verses 38 and 39 as most of you know Romans 8 is kind of like my favorite uh, book in the Bible it just encourages me when I need to be lifted up if I'm ever having a bad day I just open up to Romans chapter 8 part of the reason I love this 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 chapter here is because of these two verses and I want to read uh, starting with verse 38 to, uh, to 39 and Paul says this after living a, a life that was not easy after living a life where he struggled from 
day to day many times. Ja elanud elu, kus ta võitles päevast päeva. Yes, he had many great victories. Ja tal oli palju suuri võite. But the reason he had so many great victories is because he had so many great battles. Aga see, et tal oli nii palju suuri võite, oli sellepärast, et tal oli nii palju suuri lahingud. And this was his testimony. Ja see oli tema tunnistus. And I love this. Ja mulle meeldib see. In verse 38, he said, I am convinced that nothing... Or, I'm going to read out the New Living. He said, and I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. He was convinced that nothing would separate him from the love of God. That God's love was stronger and bigger and better than anything that could ever come against him. And then he goes on to say this. That neither death nor life. He said, if you kill me, God still loves me. If I'm alive, God still loves me. God will always love me. And he said, neither angels nor demons. He said, the, the, the servants of God are going to come show me God's love. And the enemies of God can't take God's love from me. And he said, neither our fears for today nor our worries for tomorrow. How many of you know your future is, is a big question mark? Right? I mean, the only thing I know about my future is we have a concert on Sunday and Tuesday. <laughs> and so I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. But other than that, you know, I really don't know what my future is. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I have hopes and dreams and, and plans. But I'm not sure of anything. But he said that our fears for today and our worries about tomorrow. You have fears for today because of what maybe will happen. You have worries about tomorrow because of what maybe will happen. And Paul said that doesn't change God's love for me. I don't know what my future is. I have hopes and dreams. But I don't know what my life will be like tomorrow. He said, but one thing I know. God loves me. And he goes on to say this. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. The strongest force you will ever face would be the powers of hell. And he said, I'm convinced that all of hell can't steal the love of God for us. And he goes on to say in verse 39, no power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will be ever, to, ever able to separate us from the love that God has revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. So he is saying nothing 
will separate us from the love of God. And so if there is no force that would come against us that could take the love of God from us, then why would we judge one another? Why would we question if God would love them? Ja siis miks me mõtleme, et ei tea, kas Jumal armastab teda? Oh, how could God love that person? Kuidas Jumal saab sellist inimest armastada? After everything they've done and everything they've said. Pärast kõike seda, mida nad on teinud ja mida nad on öelnud. They were in church, they know better. Nad olid koguduses, nad teavad paremini. Why aren't they doing what they know to do? Miks nad ei tee seda, mida nad teavad, et nad peaksid tegema? And so we, we get this judgmental attitude. Ja meil on selline kohtumõistev suhtumine. When our actions don't change God's love for us. Ja, ja kui meie teod ei muuda Jumal armastus, me ei vastu samas. And I think that the God is trying to get us to see. Ja ma, ma usun, et Jumal tahab, et tahab panna meid nägema. Is that his love for us is so great. Et tema armastus meie vastu on nii suur. So our love for one another should try to match that. Et meie armastus ükse vastu peaks olema sellega sama väärne. That when you come to church you should feel accepted, you should feel wanted. Et kui sa tuled koguduse, sa peaksid tundma, et sind võetakse vastu, et sind tahetakse. You should feel loved in this place. Sa peaksid tundma, et sind armastatakse edes paigas. I'm so thankful that, that one of the reputations of our church is, yeah, I just feel the love of God there. Ja ma olen, mul on nii hea meel, et üks meie koguduse reputatsioon on see, et inimesed tunnevad sind siin ennast armastatuna. And I think that is what causes people to want to come back. Ja see on põhjus and we've had people come from out of town and come from other countries and just say your church is so loving and so friendly and I think that's awesome but I also think this I think we could do a whole lot better I think you could do a lot better I think I can do better we still have some way to go to, to show one another and to show the world God is so good and God revealed to us through Christ Jesus our Lord how much he loves us. That Christ Jesus would die and go to hell for you. Because he loved you so much. He didn't want you to ever have to know what it is like to go to hell. That if you would just believe in him. You would have eternal life. This is what God's plan is for us. But listen, this is what God's plan is for the whole world. If they would just see, they would believe. That's the cool thing about this, is if people can just see. You know, there's an old song, I once was blind, but now I see. I want you to see God. But I want you to help others to see God. How will they see? By how we treat one another. How we treat them. We can't be judging people. We can't be, be walking around being so holy. 
Those, those kind of people I hope will never be comfortable in our church. Those judgmental people I want to be very uncomfortable when they come here. Because everybody is so loving and kind they're just like well I know okay I'll be loving and kind too. <laughs> but listen this is what what uh, we need to get a hold of as a as a child of God. We need to become convinced of this like Paul was convinced of this. Nothing will ever take away God's love for you. Your actions will not take away God's love for you. What you don't do Right? Sometimes we think what we, we do makes God not love us. And sometimes we think what we don't do makes God not love us. But listen, this is the confidence that Christians everywhere need to have. Nothing will take away God's love for me. And nothing will take away God's love for every person I walk past. He first loves us so we can love one another. So that we can love the world. If God would pick you. You should be be ready to help somebody else to find this great love. And I'm here to, to tell you about God's love. It's what I want to continue to do and as long as I have breath. I wanted to end this year on Wednesday nights talking to you about God's love. Because I want you to enjoy God's love. I want you to rest in God's love every day of your life. Knowing that no, how, no matter how bad it gets, no matter what, what battle rises up in your life, no matter what attack is coming against you and your family or your surroundings, you are loved by God and he wants the very best for you his power is at work for you if you would just receive if you would just accept that love in your life but then we are not just to take it for ourselves we're to share it with others and this is when you begin to really grow as a believer as a Christian is when you can begin to share the love of God with those around you know a baby is somebody who just needs somebody to, to feed them you know but if Lona was walking up to me every day and said you know can you please feed me I'm hungry now I would say you know it's about time you grow up yeah, and so what we want to do is we want to become mature as a Christian and as a, as a young believer as a somebody who's just coming to Christ 
God is going to flood you all the time. Ja kui sa oled noor kristlane just tunnud Jumala juurde, siis Jumal kallab sa üle kogu aega oma armastuse või ligioluga. He is going to provide for you constantly. Ta pidevalt parustab sind. But then when you get mature enough, aga siis kui sa saad piisavalt suureks juba, you start taking what he has given to you and start sharing it with others. Kui sa hakkad võtma seda, mis ta on sulle annud ja hakkad jagama seda teistega. That is when you really begin to grow. Siis sa hakkad tõeliselt kasvama. That is when you begin to experience more of God's love in your own life. Siis sa hakkad kogema Jumala armastust rohkem oma enda elus ka. And when you can show somebody love that you would never have talked to. When you can show somebody love that you would never in the natural sit down and have coffee with. For no other reason other than you know God loves them too. That is when you're really starting to grow. That's when your relationship with God will begin to have wings, so to speak, and you'll begin to fly. As you begin to share with others. But listen, especially those that are in the family of God. We should be encouraging one another like we... no other place we go than, than here in church. We should be thankful for all that, that people do for us. We should be kind even when they've done nothing to us. And we should be the ones that God can use. I want us to be a church filled with people that God can use to show his love. Because life is so short. Life, the Bible says, like a vapor, it's just here and then it's gone. I'm already over a half a century old and I don't even know where my, my time went. I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm 19, I'm looking around like the world is my oyster and it's really not anymore. <laughs> I don't know what that, that translates, yeah. okay. Yeah, everything's in front of me but it's really not uh, you know there's, there's lots of things that have already gone behind me and life goes so fast life is just a vapor it is so short let's make the most of the time that we have I mean it's, it's like yesterday that Parta was just a teenage crazy boy and now he's a, he's a grown man it's crazy I, I, just, I, I don't know where time goes it seems like just, just a few weeks ago that little Tuli ran up as three years old and grabbed my leg and now she's a grown woman where does time go where, where, it goes so quick Let's make the most of our time. And the Bible is telling us how we make the most of our time. showing love to one another the best that we can. And you might think, well, I had a bad day. How can I? I need somebody to love me first. You do have somebody who loved you first. 
You do have somebody who loved you first. Aga sul on see, kes on sind enne armastanud. He first loved us. Tema armastas meid kõige pealt. So we could love one another. Et meie võiksime üksteist armastada. When you come to church, don't bring in your, your little pouty, pouty attitudes. Ja kui sa tuled kogus, siis ära tood kaasa endaga sellist suhtumist. Don't bring in your walls. Ära tood kaasa oma walls. Your walls. Müüre, seinu. So, like nobody gets in today because I am behind my wall. Et keegi ei pääse mulle täna ligi, sest ma olen müüride taga või seinte taga. Nobody can know me because I'm behind my wall. Keegi ei saa mind tunda, sest ma olen müüride taga. You walk in, you don't talk to anybody. You walk out, don't talk to anybody. Sa tuled seal sisse, ei räägi mitte kellegele, et minema ei räägi mitte kellegagi. Don't be that, that person. Aga ära ole selline inimene. You are not going to be able to reach the level that God desires for you to be. Ja sa ei jõua selliselt kunagi sellele tasemele, mida, millele Jumal tahab, et sa oleksid. If you're holding yourself back. Kui sa hoiad ennast tagasi. I think we need to, in turn, just give ourselves to God. Ma, ma usun, et me peaksime pöörama ennast Jumala poole. Say, God, use me today. Ja ütlema, Jumal, arma, kasuta mind täna. Let me be a blessing. Las ma olen õnnistuseks. I don't feel like it. Ma ei tunne küll ennast selliselt. I don't feel like giving anything to anybody. Ma ei tunne, et ma tahaksin kellele midagi anda. But God, use me. Aga Jumal, kasuta mind. I need help. Ma vajan abi. I ask you to show up, give me strength. Give me ability. Give me the right word to say. Help me to speak to the right person that needs to be talked to. These are the kind of things that, that we need to be, be, be going into every situation thinking about what we're doing. That we wouldn't just react to every situation. But that we would respond to every situation. And if you walk into a, a room full of a bunch of angry people, cheer them up. You know, be encouraging, be kind. If, you, if you're in a room of people that have up their walls, get out a hammer and start pounding. <laughs> and say, come on, I know you're better than them. Don't let that get to you. You can shine. And that should be our, our message, not just to the ones that we love, but to one another. And so my, my point is this, life is so short. We need to make the most of every opportunity. We only have a moment here together. And before you know it, it's going to be over. And there will be another generation that follows us. And we need to do all we can to fill this church with people. And all of those that come, we need to do our best to make it the greatest experience that they can have. You know, everybody that goes to Disneyland is happy to be at Disneyland. Why? Because they have a motto that every one of their workers needs to live up to. That, that their workers that work there they need ah. to live up to the standard and their motto is this it's the happiest place on earth 
I think that should be but the they motto. Have a motto. Okay, I, I, I thought motto. Okay. Okay. Go, go on. Yeah, but it should be the, 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 the motto of our church. This should be the happiest place on earth. But you know what makes Disneyland the happiest place on earth? Everybody that works there is happy. If you walked into the happiest place on earth and all the workers were like, Behind walls. Having a bad day. Grumpy. You want to ride this? All right. You know, we would be just like, well, not really, not anymore. No, I don't. <laughs> you know, but they're all happy. They're enjoying their, their everyday lives there. I think we as a church should enjoy our everyday lives. We are the ones that make this the happiest place that we come to. And we should do all we can to fill this church with people. Bring people with us. But when we come here that we are showing everybody around us God loves you too. Because really all that matters to heaven is people. It doesn't matter how many cameras we have. How many lights we have at Christmas. You know all this other stuff is just extra. It's just the blessing. But the only thing that truly matters is people. We have a small group of people here tonight on a Wednesday night. On a windy Wednesday night. <laughs> but uh, you know, all that matters is people. We should be doing our very best to let our lives be, be a, a a magnet for people. Not just drawing people to, to ourselves, but drawing people to the Lord. And let me just finish here by reading Romans chapter 10. In verse 13, it says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How many are thankful that that's true? Amen. I am thankful that that's true. Because I called. And I was saved. You called. You were saved. That means anybody can call. And anybody can be saved. If they would just experience the love of God. If they would just come in contact and see the love of God, they too would open their heart, open their lives, and make Jesus Christ the Lord. And that should be our main goal, church. And as we end this year, I hope that that becomes our heart more and more. Is that we will be people that are ready to share the love of God. Amen. 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 Would you stand? Let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Lord, as we have seen from your word tonight, help us to love one another even more. Help our church be a church that is filled with people who are eager 
to share your love. Ja aita, et me kogudus oleks täis inimesi, kes on innukad näitama üles sinu armastust. Let each one of us be eager to show one another how special we all are. Ja lass iga üks meist olla innukas selles suhtes, et näidata üksteisele, kui tähtsad nad on. Help us to encourage one another. Et me julgustaksime üksteist. Help us to support one another. Aita, et me toetaksime üksteist. That we would be ready to help one another. Et me oleksime valmis aitama üksteist. That we would have the right words at the right time. Et meil oleksid õiged sõnad õigel ajal. That we'd have the right actions at the right time. Et meil oleksid õiged teod õigel ajal. That we would be able to build one another up and be stronger together. Et me võiksime üksteist üles ehita ja olla tugevamad koos. So we thank you, Lord, for your love that is shown in this church. Ja ma and I pray that each one of us, every time we come, will want to be one of those people. That it would be our heart, Lord, to let us be people that would show your love. And I thank you that as we do, that our church will have a greater and greater impact in this city. And that this place would be filled with people so that more lives can be changed. And that more people would go to heaven. Ja rohkem inimesi läks taevas.